1: and other things about political and social issues going on around the world, both past, present and future, which will hopefully make you think.
2: That's it, Obama is no longer president. You might cry, you might be happy, but let's think for a moment about the environmental legacy he leaves behind. At home, Obama worked to lower emissions of greenhouse gases from cars and power plants. He's boosted renewable energy and set new records for protected public land. On the international level, he has spearheaded climate deals like the Paris Accord, an agreement among nearly 200 nations to lower carbon emissions in the fight against climate change. The new president of the United States, Donald Trump, has vowed to dismantle all back. For the next four years, when it comes to climate policy, the place to watch is not the White House. It's the courtroom.
3: The courts is really the area of last resort for a lot of environmental groups and a lot of states that have supported the Obama administration agenda. A lot of environmental groups are gearing up to fight any anti-climate action by the Trump administration already. People are fully staffed up and
4: fully ready to hit the green go button on litigation.
2: Trump's record on the environment already isn't great. I mean, he said climate change is a hoax. And his actions so far don't bode well. He nominated ExxonMobil CEO Rex Tillerson as Secretary of State. His pick for the head of the Environmental Protection Agency is Scott Pruitt, a man who sued the EPA over environmental regulations. His transition team also sent a questionnaire to the Department of Energy asking for the names of employees who worked on climate policy. That's really intimidating, even if Trump's team later said the questionnaire was not authorized. Most importantly, Trump vowed to scrap the Clean Power Plan, Obama's signature policy to reduce CO2 emissions. But rolling back the CPP won't be that easy. In fact, a lot of people are already trying. Two dozen states and industry groups have sued the EPA, arguing that it overstepped its authority under the Clean Air Act. If Trump's EPA tries to halt that lawsuit before a ruling is reached, several other states are about to sue the administration. The EPA has to follow the Clean Air Act and regulate air pollutants in the U.S. And in 2007, the Supreme Court ruled that greenhouse gases like CO2 are air pollutants under that law. In 2009, the EPA determined that greenhouse gases like CO2 endanger people's health and welfare. If Trump's CPA declares that greenhouse gas emissions are dangerous to the public, environmental groups would sue and probably win because I, I, you know, I think it would be really difficult at this stage to argue in a legally
1: defensible manner that there is not endangerment given what we're seeing with the
5: Greenland ice melt, Antarctica, the more frequent storms, or more frequent severe storms, I should say precipitation, changes, drought, many, many
2: of which have been connected to human responsibility for CO2 and other climate-related emissions. In short, global warming. The courts are likely to hear cases on a host of other environmental issues. If endangered species aren't protected under the Endangered Species Act, environmental groups could sue the government for inaction. If Trump decides to undo some of the national monuments named by Obama under the Antiquities Act, that could also wind up in the courts. How the courts will rule is difficult to predict. Trump will be able to appoint a new Supreme Court justice, skewing the balance to the conservative side. Environmentalists also worry about some 100-plus judicial vacancies that Trump will be able to fill with his appointees. The Supreme Court will get a lot of attention, but the federal courts pose a much more immediate opportunity. A couple of openings are at the Second Circuit, which has ruled on water pollution before. Other openings are at the Ninth Circuit, which is important for endangered species cases.
6: I think the Trump administration can do many damaging things, but ultimately the laws on our side, so we'll win cases if we have to bring them against these rollbacks. And we'll also find that they lose in the court of public opinion, because the public is in favor of these things, not against them.
4: Get out of town, all you guns for hire Before sundown, before your pants catch fire Shhh. Cash in your chips, let the healing begin Ride into the sunset, all you guns singing men Donald Trump, comb your cotton candy hair When the big boss fires you Will anybody care? Oh, Riley, they're laughing at your bill Now do it again, do it live On bullshit hill Sean Hannity, you could've been a priest If you did not see all progress as a sign of the beast Mark Levin likes to sling it through
0: his nose
4: If you ever listen, you might even say it grows grows. Get out of town, all you guns for hire Before sundown, before your pants catch fire Cash in your chips, let the healing begin Riding to the sunset, all you guns singing Rash Limbaugh, the master mouth of fear When you find the promised land Will you buy a souvenir? Alex Jones, the conspiracy savant When the zombies come for you Will you give them what what they want? John Stossel, come on, give me a break How much does it cost? your soul to a snake. Rupert Murdoch and your evil news empire. When the final facts are checked, will they dignify the liar? Get out of town, all you guns or hire. Before sundown, before your pants catch fire. Cash in your chips, let the heat Than hate would you change your royal bar? Glenn Beck throws it paranoid style Joe McCarthy and Johnny Butch would walk you down the aisle Michael Savage, the enemy lives within Will you save yourself from the monster living underneath your skin? Lawyer Ingram, please don't come in my ear there's no time for that my friend that's closing time draws near get out of town all you guns for higher. before the sundown, before your pants catch fire cash in your chips let the healing begin right into the sunset all you dumb men
3: The sunset hold you,
4: dog swing man. When I see the sores of war flying high up in the sky, on the license plate of your car and tattooed on your thigh, I wonder sometimes. Yeah, I wonder why. When I see that stainless banner nailed so neatly to your wall I try to feel no anger, but it's hard to feel so small And I say to myself What's wrong with us all? When I see a rebel flag painted proudly on your face I wish we all had a tail to wag Maybe then we'd be one race And I pray sometimes For that old amazing grace Some say it's a sign of southern pride A symbol of our history Well, maybe so, if you were on that side fighting for that mystery Some say it's a flag of bravery, but that's not what it's about There was a thing called slavery, and that thing was thrown out Now it's time to do the same with the flag you love so dearly You probably don't know my name, so I'll just sign this song Sincere
3: After the election, Nabanita Bay, a computer science master's student, took part in a fast-paced competition at Princeton University called a hackathon. Bay joined forces with three other students and they developed a Google Chrome plugin that can be used on Facebook called Fib. As you scroll through Facebook, it will tag your posts as verified
4: or non-verified based on if it is a fake content or not. So if it is non-verified, it will uh, show to the user a more verified content.
3: The algorithm takes keywords from a fake news article and searches for other links on the same topic and delivers a fact-based summary. Bay and her colleagues made the plug-in open source, available for anyone to use or improve. Within five days, at least 50,000 people had checked it out. For New England Public Ah, Radio... Warriors from out of
5: forests missed, rode forth into battle with a powerful fist... Winged and horned helmets, lofty great steeds, ironclad armor, and swords of razor teeth. Dojo, the place of the way to train. Warriors learn with muscle, spirit, and brain. Sword and spear, archer and horse, for students of samurai, a most difficult course. Yari Ashigaru, peasants of light feet, fought with their long spears, cavalry to defeat. Samurai with sword, Nanjanata by name, Fought for their shogun, his power to proclaim. Archers and cavalry with great bow and sharp spear. Portuguese muskets to inspire great fear. Fanatical priests formed armies of great name. Warrior monks from Buddhist temples they came. Gisha assassins wooed rival lords. Ninja spies slipped silently among the hordes. Intrigue and cunning between Japanese clans. Provinces to conquer through strategic battle plans. Clans did battle for title and land, only the bravest of the brave would stand. Shoguns honored by blade and blood, the bodies of their enemies on feudal mud. From mountains mist to rocky plains, feudal warlords carved their names. Diplomats and soldiers crossed Japanese lands, campaigns for expansion of warring clans. Great families of political and military might, Japanese warlords without fear of their right. Clan Hojo, Shimazu, Imagawa and Mori, Oda, Takita, Usugi all fight for glory. Samurai warriors for centuries ruled, helmets, armors and swords finely tooled. Daimo warlords battle bravely with skill, shoguns on horseback with divine iron will. From Aki to Awaji, Iyo to Izo, Kawachi to Makawa, Mino to Mitsu, gold and silver, iron and sand, provincial treasures and new conquered land. Oda Nobunaga, a great shogun of wealth, rode forth from Awari province to establish himself. To Kyoto he marched, an empire to build, feudal wars to end, and peace to fulfill. By the river Anagawa, Oda would fight. The Asakura clan would challenge the shogun for right. The fortress of Nagashima, controlled by fierce monks, the Oda clan victorious, more glorious battlefronts. Bushido, the way of a warrior's life, a code of chivalry for honor and right, loyalty, honesty, courage, and respect, wisdom and benevolence, a spiritual connect. The song of the samurai sung by great lords, the song of their spirit, such honorable chords. From Shinto and Buddha came wisdom and life, a great moral code brought much peace and
3: less strife the news today. Using little girls as prey, the Boko Haram crossed the line for any cause in any time throughout man's history. Sacrificing children is unspeakable to boast. Who are these fathers, uncles, sons who dare to act as host to such atrocity?
2: The horror
3: of it stultifies How anyone can justify, promote their cause or win their fight by blowing up children to incite their enemy to surrender. No man, no woman on this earth has the right to force their worth by torturing those youthful souls to use as bait and force control in the name of God or Allah. Blood of children stains their hands, eroding evolution's sands of time and growing rot. Condemn you, out, damned spot. You are in blood, stepped in so far that you should wade no more. May they never sleep again, those wretched, satanistic men, those members of the human race with so much blood upon their face would shame their mother's mother. Commit them to repent their sins, remind them nightly in their dreams, no more for them the promised land, no peace of mind, no joyful hand of kindness or of lover. And so I pray to my great spirit, somewhere in the realms of good, search my soul for forces in it to preserve the world's childhood from such malignity. Confused and angry as I weep, I pray your souls for God to keep. I cannot, will not understand the evil posture of command to kill in the name of any god. And for those children, suffer them to come to her with gentle arms, not arms of war, not hatred's call, but come to mother. Bernie Sanders,
4: who the hell is he? Bernie Sanders, who the hell is he? A 21st century revolutionary. Stand with Bernie 2016. It's time we stop the Wall Street machine. Bernie Sanders, who the hell is he? Listen to him speak, maybe then you'll see. We're red, white, and blue, not red, white, and green. Stand with Bernie, 2016.
5: chillin' on my New York steps, watching young women walk by. Sensual heat, sensual sweat, my skin begins to fry. Long-legged leotard ladies slink silently past my open door. My body shudders. My mind stutters watching such erotic decor. Girlies walk their dogs past my gaze. My mind becomes a sexual haze. As they stoop to scoop their puppies' poop, my face turns red, my head so droops. Gotta gamble and take a chance. Gotta find some sweet romance. Living lonely really sucks. When your best friend's a parrot, you're out of luck. Got eight lovely ladies living on my floor. Feels so good to watch my neighbors run into the store. When you live in New York City, God, who could want for more? I'm a sweet Jewish guy. You ladies gotta give me a try. Numbers written on bathroom walls. My poetry too, something about blue balls. Sitting in a New York deli, knishes and beer to feel my belly. Chewing a hard, crunchy kosher pickle, thinking about my Jewish ladies, so damn fickle. Asked my rabbi for advice, told me to forget about weddings and rice. Went to a minister, went to a priest, all I got was a holy feast. Years ago I had a blind date, a Jewish chick with cane and cape. Felt my forehead and my face, said my mouth was out of place. Got me a nose job, fixed my chin, hair replacement from an old kin. Plucked my eyebrows just for kicks. Smear some coloring on my lips seems no matter how hard I try my face still looks like a fish that died my belly is bulbous, my ass even bigger I feel like jello that can only quiver guess I'm just a New York nebbish, ladies say I got an unnatural fetish but all I want is to get a date maybe find my true soul mate when I reached my puberty family thought I was a tutti frutti told them that I wasn't gay maybe I should go the other way Girls never played dollhouse with me. Never played daddy, despite my pleas. Solitaire and one-eyed jacks. When it came to board games, I never lacked. Stole some kisses from my older sister. Slapped my face, said, no more, mister. Asked my neighbor for a date. Her husband told me to find another mate. Dudes call me a big dumb boner. Say I'm just a mean old moaner. Problem is I'm an effing loner. But all I really wanna be is a lady's sperm donor. Got a devil in my head. Bastard calls himself Fred. He screams, you better date. I cry, it's too damn late. Got me a virgin tool. Guess I shouldn't play the lady's fool. I need to act a right cool dude if I ever want to see a hot chick nude. Fantasize about cute ladies on the bus. Asking for a date would be no big fuss. Problem is I'm a fat funny male. Probably get my head slammed against the bus handrail. Put an ad in New York paper. Handsome gent looking for a favor. Went for coffee, went for tea Girls loved the pie, but they sure didn't love me Dating service showed my pic to some pretty chick She said she'd rather watch old government flicks Said I looked like a ugly old bore. Dating service paid me back, said leave, come no more Guess I could just watch old John Wayne flicks Boob tubing to forget about getting no chicks Sci-fi, horror, western and porn Just lay back and munch till the morn Maybe if I try to read a book Hide away in my New York nook Guess I could read some Bible stories, think about all those Israelite glories. Went to Jamaica to find a good lady. Met a nice Jewish girl named Sadie. Pulled my groin doing a limbo rock. Spent the next week with the Kingston Dock. Went on a cruise to do some hustle. Long dong silver with little muscle. Captain thought I was really cute. First mate chased me in my birthday suit. Flew to Europe to find me a bride. Russian beauties all run and hide. Ukrainians, Poles, and British gals. Not one of them wants to be my pal. Got no luck with young ladies. Looks like I'm living in an earthly Hades. Maybe next life I'll score some skin. With my luck, I'll be wearing fishy fins. Bella babes at my window. Charmin' chickies at my door. When you live in New York City, shit, who could ask for more? Guess I'm too damn old for young chicks. Guess I'm destined for old skin flicks. Guess I'm well past my prime. Guess I'll never have a valentine. Nursing home nurses will just have to do, or some old biddy with swine flu. Adult diapers sure ain't much fun, unless you're kinky about the runs. Who could help this aging prankster? Send me your daughters. I'm no gangster. I'll treat the ladies really good. We could catch a bus and cruise my hood. As you see, I got no muzzle. Picking up ladies is really a puzzle. Maybe that's why I'm such a shicker life's not so painful when you're drinking liquor i'm a loser and a boozer whose life is shit when it comes to smoking crashed i just can't quit i roamed the big apple looking for change now i'm looking for a doctor to cure my mange just when you think you're at the bottom of the barrel god decides you need some more peril got hit by a taxi and bitten by a rat new york fuzz just raided my flat that's my story sad but true i screwed up freakazoid who's really blue Guess I'll die, a virgin dude. Why the hell is life so rude? Got a demon in my head, calls himself Little Fred. Screams aloud that I should date. I cry at night, it's too late, too damn late. Too damn late. Too damn late for a New York nebbish.
4: Daddy beat me with a stick, his bible says it's right. Oh God, how I prayed he'd stop before I died. Daddy punched me with his fist to make me a better man. I was only four years old, my hell had I just began. began. Hit me with his belt, he learned it from his dad. He must have known how I felt, how hating him made me sad. Daddy whipped me with a hose to teach me to be strong. I need love, not violence, when I do something wrong. Beat me too hard one day, my brain bounced off the floor. Now I don't have to be afraid, he can't hurt me anymore. Daddy can't beat me in my grave, I remain forever for. I don't have to be afraid, he can't hurt me anymore. with a stick His Bible says it's right
5: Slowly through grassy field, dusk's dim light, enough to yield. Scant outline of its rodent prey, oblivious to soon deadly play. Predator's patience as she watches and waits, muscles wound like springs to seal cruel fate. Feline pounces and grabs her quarry, struggling victim of a cat's proud glory. Nimble warriors of fur and claw, agile hunters with nerve so raw. Through Indian jungle or African plain The prowess of cats deserve great fame Sharp fanged saber-tooth Fierce and bold Stocked great beasts in arboreals so old Predators with eyes that glow at night Cats evolved for the hunt and the fight Sly and coy and oft times distant Moods that change in, in a mere instant Purring gently while crouched on your lap Spread out on your rug for her daily noon nap A symbol of luck, for better or worse Cats blamed too oft for some foul curse Feline familiars in magic and lore Black cats persecuted by the score Hunters and poachers seek to destroy Creatures of our earth through deceptive ploy Trophies collected for fortune and fame Their evil intent, wild animals to maim What if Bengal tigers lose the fight? Destruction of habitat enhances their plight Big cats of the wild may soon disappear, for the learned a prospect for great fear. Tigers, pumas, ocelots, and lynx, felines have enchanted since before the Sphinx. Cats of Egypt had mystical charm, sacred demigods no Egyptian would harm. Greeks and Romans, Babylonians and Norse, all worshipped cats as a great divine force. Since human culture first walked the land, cats have been a respected companion of man. Maine Coon, Persian, or Siamese strain, our love affair with cats will forever remain. Cats of our planet, both big and small, man's responsibility to protect them I am them the universal all. mother with a universal plea. We are the mothers of innocent child, nations of war bring conflicts so wild. Since men could walk and think on their feet, to our lands they sailed with their war-hungry fleet. From Vietnam to the Middle East, African shores to European streets. Wars have ravaged our hearth and home, a fact world leaders never seem to bemoan. Armies recruit our sons to fight. Manipulating young minds just is not right. Leave them alone, don't abuse our boys. Stop using the young as your foul war toys. Soldiers stand with heads held high, tools of death pointed up to the sky. Wooden soldiers marching so proud, Ignoring our pleas, though our shouts be loud. Showers of death as we work in our fields, Artillery and tanks, we've become human shields. Wings of a demon, manned and drone, Bombs from blue sky rain hell on our home. Battles for land, religion and greed, Men never consider a mother's need. We are the victims of ungodly desire, Our children suffer when hate is on fire. Bandaged babies carried home, children on crutches, so afraid to roam. Our hospitals echo with cries of despair, while doctors and nurses rush to repair. Families bury dead kin every day, children shelled and lost while at play. Caught in a crossfire of bullets and bombs, our pleas for mercy become mournful songs. Hiding in corners, cowering in fear, gunfire and shells sound all too near. A nation's child was buried today a victim of wars that seemed the only way. In a cemetery near our home, a teddy bear rests against a child's tombstone, a young spirit ravaged by the winds of war, an innocent babe who deserved so much more. Governments from nations far and near show little conscience, little fear, to ravage our people, burn our homes, our children become prisoners, afraid to roam. Men of conscience, diamonds in the rough, Politicians and generals know only how to act tough. Please trade your weapons for seed and grain. Stop showering us with bullets, your demon rain. A mother of this earth with hopes and fears. My children should know love through all their years. I am all mothers, my family is dear, but men who make war have created great fear. Why must our children suffer such pain? Why must soldiers torture us for gain? When will men learn from the past Conquest by nations will never last I am the universal mother With a universal plea
1: Hey ladies and gentlemen This is St. Clinton I just wanted to drop in real quick And say thank you For listening to this show Whether you listen through iTunes Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Google+, Player FM, or any other way, I just want to say thank you, yeah.
5: Stratford upon Avon in Elizabethan times, William Shakespeare wrote plays men considered sublime, great beauty of metaphor, original and fresh, Elizabethan sonnets of iambic metric mesh, "'Poet and playwright, thespian of fame. "'From Stratford to London, plays of great name. "'Kings and commoners, harlots and hags, "'shrews in Padua who knew naught but to nag. "'Poisons and potions to settle old scores. "'Families in feud, kings engaged in cruel war. "'The din of great drums, Macbeth marches to battle, "'a Scottish kingdom for mad tyrants to rule and rattle. "'Soothsayers pretend both fortune and doom.' Royal ladies dream and ghosts haunt castle rooms. Witches stir cauldrons of slimy, stank brew. Young couples in forests share love vows anew. Revenge and deception to usurp men of means. Wealthy merchants fall prey to money-mad schemes. Of Greeks and Romans and medieval life, justice oft served by cold dagger and knife. Star-crossed romance and royal tragedies. From conspirators, great Caesar couldst not flee. Hamlet did bemoan a dead father he so adored. To avenge his king he would die by poisoned sword. Macbeth and Hamlet, Caesar and Lear, Tragedies of blood and love and fear. Histories of Henry and Richard and John, Kings against great villains, peons and pawns. Comedies of romance, confusion and fate. Magical fairies seek lovers to bait. Enchanting temptresses, suitors who seek. Venetian merchants, rogues, rascals, and cheats. The Bard of Avon, great drama and rhyme. William Shakespeare, English poet for all time. Plays that capture both our mind and our heart. All the world's a stage.
7: You've heard the criticism before that President Obama won't use the phrase radical Islamic terrorism.
0: It appears that the shooter uh, was inspired by uh, various extremists. Uh, information uh, that was disseminated uh, over the Internet.
7: He hasn't used the phrase before, and as Olivier Knox at Yahoo News points out, Mr. Obama almost certainly won't in the future. Olivier set it up.
6: We know, Gordon, this has come up uh, basically since 9-11. This is a long-running debate about presidential rhetoric about American enemies and the war on terrorism. It boils down to two factors. One is that American presidents are very hesitant to suggest in any way that Islam is a motivating force for this kind of violence. Uh, President Bush was extremely careful to disassociate Islam from the 9-11 attacks, for example. He went to the Islamic Center of Washington, D.C., six days after those attacks to say Islam is peace. These people have tried to hijack uh, a great religion. The same applies to Barack Obama. What they're trying to do is not needlessly alienate America's Muslim partners and allies in the global war on terrorism, but also they really, really, really don't want to legitimize the the actions of these kinds of extremists by letting them cloak their violence in religion
7: but don't our Muslim allies dislike what these guys do in terms of uh, as the president bush said hijacking the religion
6: they absolutely do the challenge is uh, that sometimes things get lost in translation sometimes when a uh, when a an American politician says radical Islam uh, some folks in in some of the more uh, uh, Orthodox forms of uh, of Islam get offended in 2006 when George W. Bush started talking about radical Islam um, as, a, as a force behind these kinds of attacks. The Saudi government came out and said, hey, 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 hold on. This is terrorism. It is not Islam. You have to separate the two.
7: But these terrorists at times, right, say they're inspired or directed by ISIS, so they cry out, Allahu Akbar?
6: Absolutely. Absolutely right. There, there is, but there's a difference between letting people... Claim that they are acting on behalf of a religion and endorsing that claim. And that's the big concern for, for now two American presidents. Um, just because someone says they're acting on behalf of, of God does not mean they are. And presidents have just tried not to legitimize this kind of rhetoric.
7: Interesting. We're speaking with Olivier Knox, Chief Washington Correspondent at Yahoo News. His piece is called Here's Why Obama Does Not Refer to Radical Islamic Terrorism. All right. So I thought I understood somebody say, too, that by President Obama not calling it this, uh, he, he's failing to identify the enemy, and that makes it more difficult to defeat.
6: That is a recurring criticism of President Obama's rhetoric on this issue. Uh, Ted Cruz has said, has said stuff along those lines, but uh, Democratic House member Tulsi Gabbard has as well. There is a strain uh, of this argument that is, look, by not labeling it radical Islamic terrorism, you are failing to diagnose the problem, which means that you will fail to find the cure to the problem. Uh, that's that's also been running since essentially 9-11. Um the, the, the debate uh, ends up being about policies that might target American Muslims, for example. So um, one of the things that motivated both President Bush and now it's Barack Obama, is that there have been occasionally some reprisals, some retaliation, some uh, attacks on American Muslims. And they worry that calls, uh, for example, from Donald Trump to ban Muslim immigration to the United States, or to uh, surveil uh, all, of, all of the mosques in America, things like that. They worry about those things uh, targeting individual populations in the United States, the Muslim population specifically, in the United States.
7: Olivier Knox, Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. America's
0: First News is online all the time. Follow us on Twitter at This Morning Show, like us on Facebook, or send us an email this morning at
8: compassmedianetworks.com. It's coming through a hole in the air. From those nights in Tiananmen Square. It's coming from the feel that this ain't exactly real, or it's real, but it ain't exactly there. From the wars against disorder, from the sirens night and day, from the fires of the homeless, from the ashes of the gay, democracy is coming to the USA. It's coming through a crack in the wall, on the visionary flood of alcohol, from the staggering account. Of the Sermon on the Mount which I don't pretend to understand at all. It's coming from the silence on the dock of the bay, from the brave, the bold, the battered heart of Chevrolet. Democracy is coming to the USA. It's coming from the sorrow in the street, the holy places where the races meet, from the homicidal bitchin that goes down in every kitchen to determine who will serve and who will eat from the wells of disappointment, where the women kneel to pray For the grace of God in the desert here, and the desert far away, Democracy is coming to the USA. Sail on, sail on, O mighty ship of state, To the shores of need, past the reefs of greed, Through the squails of hate. Sail on, sail on, sail on, sail on. It's coming to America first, the cradle of the best and of the worst. It's here they got the range and the machinery for change, and it's here they got the spiritual thirst. It's here the family's broken, and it's here the lonely say that the heart has got to open in a fundamental way. Democracy is coming to the USA. It's coming from the women and the men. Oh, baby, we'll be making love again. We'll be going down so deep The river's going to weep And the mountains going to shout Amen It's coming like the tidal flood Beneath a lunar sway Imperial, mysterious In amorous array Democracy is coming To the USA Sail on Sail on I'm sentimental if you know what I mean I love the country But I can't stand the scene and I'm neither left or right. I'm just staying home tonight, getting lost in that hopeless little screen. But I'm stubborn at those garbage bags that time cannot decay. I'm junk, but I'm still Why holding out. we have this week. Suffering from pain Mr. G? Let Democracy him tell you what it's called. This poem is
9: dedicated to all the good policemen out there, and it's called It's a Fair Cop. He was taught to believe that law and order would maintain peace throughout the land. Society balanced in accordance, everybody needs the master plan. He believed crime could be abolished, and that trials reward the honest, and everybody deserved their day in court, especially if their boots were neatly polished. For justice always must prevail, and the bad guys must always be sent to jail, to serve at Her Majesty's pleasure, or tickle her measure by posting bail. He was taught that all men should be treated as equal, and no race should be greeted as evil. And none should be placed above the law, for the law must embrace all the needs of its people. And even though he knew the system wasn't perfect, he vowed his best to protect and serve it. And he understood why some would curse it, for there were some who would pervert it. For past events were viewed as cruel, where brutality had caused a wound, and the community had bruised memories of ancient sparks and rocket fuel. He recognized some truths were institutional, but he knew some accusations were delusional. Bad apples shouldn't spoil the whole barrel, but the rot was inexcusable. Yet he knew so many officers who tried their best to restore the trust that had been transgressed, and every night they risked their lives in the line of duty to protect. But a reputation can never rest, in its quest to gain respect, and the same people who chastise you will die on 999 if there's any unrest. Yet he believed in law and order, and that truth must take its stand, and for balanced law enforcement, good men must do the best they can.
2: The fantastic Mr. G, and we'll hear more from him in two weeks' time. And that's it from now. Hopefully you've enjoyed what you've heard. And if you have and want to hear more, all Camelot programs are Rising on the
5: BBC. Three I, kings KM. of Camelot in knightly attire rode forth to conquer man's unholy desire. A chivalric code to right their nation's wrong, knights of valor who remained ever strong. Their armor glimmered with polished shine, lance and sword so sharp and fine. Crest of a great nation on their shield, reminders of their quest, a land to heal. Their names are etched in the minds of man, heroes who dedicated themselves to a selfless plan. John, Bobby, and Martin Luther by name, their selfless quest earned them great fame. A nation torn by hunger, hate, and greed, the poor and weak had such urgent need. Racial division tore through the land, nuclear fear that mankind would not stand. A bellicose beat sounded across the world. Nations postured with flags of state unfurled. Menacing missiles aimed at their neighbor's door. Armies marched to near and distant shores. A hungry dragon prowled the land, feasting on ignorance in the minds of man. Discrimination and segregation religiously ruled in cities and towns so governed by fools. Marches and protests to lessen their plight. Men of good conscience never gave up the fight equal justice for all, racial tolerance too, a way of thinking that for many was all too new. Revolution of thought and soul, music's evolution brought a new role. Lyrics sang of freedom's desire, a spirit of change, a nation's soul on fire. The people cried for justice and change, student voices no longer chained. Government forces so oft used violence, but men of morality could not be silenced. Three kings of Camelot shared their brother's dream to free their nation from bigotry so vile and mean. John, Bobby, and Martin fought with both word and deed, brave, bold action to plant freedom's new seed. The dragon's breath blew hell's damnation. Men of evil would shake a great nation. Kings of Camelot stalked by three fiends, assassins of good knights with godly dreams. The death of these kings would not dim the light. A nation's new direction born from their might. The memories of John, Martin, and Bobby survive. Their quest for their nation's soul yet kept alive. Camelot. Get
4: out of town, all of you guns for hire. Before sundown, before your pants catch fire. Cash in your chips, let the healin' The sunset, all you done singing in. Donald Trump, comb your cotton candy hair. When the big boss fires you, will anybody care? Oh, Riley, they're laughing at your Bill. Now do it again, do it live on Bullshit Hill. Sean Hannity, could have been a priest If you did not see all progress As a sign of the beast Mark Levin likes to sling it through his
0: nose
4: And if you ever listen You might even say it it grows Get out of town all you guns for hire Before sundown Before your pants catch fire in your chips Let the healing begin Riding to the sunset All you done Singing then Rush Limbaugh The master mouth of fear When you find the promised land Will you buy a souvenir? Alex Jones The conspiracy savant When the zombies come for you Will you give them what they want? What they want? John Stossel, come on, give me a break. How much does it cost to sell your soul to a snake? Rope that Murdoch and your evil news empire. When the final facts are checked, will they dignify the liar? Get out of town, all you guns, or hire. Your pants catch fire. Cashing your chips, let the healing begin. Riding into the sunset, all you done singing in. Ann Coulter, the foxy queen of Snark. If love paid more than hate, would you change your royal bark? Glenn Beck throws it paranoid style Joe McCarthy and Johnny Butch Would walk you down the aisle Michael Savage, the enemy lives within Will you save yourself from the monster living Underneath your skin? Lawyer Ingram, please don't come in my ear There's no time for that, my friend As closing time draws near Get out of town, all you guns for higher Before the sundown, before your pants catch fire Cash in your chips, let the healing begin Ride right into the sunset, all you dumb men Ride right into the sunset, all you dumb men
5: Southern Montana stood an old western town, Warlock by name, just poor folk and hounds. Twas 1865, the wild west so untamed, yet so alive. Fresh from the trail, cowboys rode through to water their horses and freshen their crew. Miss Sadie's saloon always opened for gents, luscious ladies danced on her stage for their rent. Stagecoaches and wagons with bales of hay rattled past townfolk on hot, dusty days. Coffins for hire fronted the undertaker's shop. Dry goods and blacksmith were but a short hop. The office of sheriff was a derelict scene. Rifles and six guns, cobwebbed and unclean. Wanted new lawman, a sign on the door. Dried blood and vomit smeared on the floor. From out of hell's heart rode the Barton boys. Four demons on horseback, a town to destroy. Brothers from Yuma who took a blood oath bent on revenge for town folk, they loathe. Their faces so scarred in barroom brawls, their teeth so missing from mean drunken falls. Gunslingers who ravaged this town of the west, six sheriffs who challenged became second best. To keep warlock lawless by killing the law, hanging their father had been the last straw. A minister of Jehovah who came just to preach, to witness for God warlock spiritual outreach. Accused by a sheriff of bewitching his child, lynched from an oak tree without mercy or trial. Six visits to town to now avenge their kin, six sheriffs lay dead, Gunfights they just couldn't win. Shot in the heart by the brothers of blood, six rotting tombstones peer up from town mud. A western town with a hell-bound fate, a need for some savior before it was too late. A medicine man of Indian fame, with potions and lotions to warlock he came an old covered wagon of buffalo high, amulets and charms hung from the side. He spoke with the townsfolk with passion and desire, his eyes ablaze with some holy desire, to rid the good people of mayhem and woe with magical talismans that now he would show. For a palfrey pound of gold from your mines, your agony of blood will all be left behind. Place my charms on your sheriff's tombstones, an incantation I teach at their graves you shall moan. The townspeople obeyed the Magi's advice. The spirits of the dead had now been enticed. When the Barton boys rode into Warlock Town, they got a greeting from hell, an unholy showdown. What rose from the graveyard was not of this earth, decayed soulless corpses, an ungodly rebirth. A foul meeting at midnight near Mercedes Saloon, blood brothers and ghouls did duel at full moon. The Barton boys fired six guns at very close range but killing the undead can be so damn strange. Though limbs and body parts did fly through the air, the zombies kept walking to the brothers' despair. A scream from the dark as brains were consumed, their appetite for human flesh had now so mushroomed. The Barton boys eaten, the townspeople cheered. Six dead sheriffs now turned to their next dinner and leered. Only skeletons remain in that old western town, Sagebrush and tumbleweed, a saloon broken down. A strange scent of brimstone on hot summer nights. The corpses of six sheriffs roam warlock by moonlight.
4: Mommy, can you hear me? I am your little boy. Delivered from eternity Into your ocean of joy Mommy, I'm your little boy I am not a mistake I'm just a little guy waiting for my first break my first breath and my first cry mommy
2: i'm your little
4: boy now that you and i are one our courage must be found when they tell us to run, we have to stand on our ground. Mommy, I'm your little boy, and if you can't keep me, give me to parents who can. It's okay. To setting me free I'll always Be your little
8: man
4: Thank you, Mommy For letting me be And giving me a voice Thank you, Mommy For loving me And making me your choice little boy mommy I'm your little boy
5: slinking slowly through grassy field dusk's dim light enough to yield scant outline of its rodent prey oblivious to soon deadly play predator's patience as she watches and waits Muscles wound like springs to seal cruel fate. Feline pounces and grabs her quarry, struggling victim of a cat's proud glory. Nimble warriors of fur and claw, agile hunters with nerve so raw. Through Indian jungle or African plain, the prowess of cats deserve great fame. Sharp fanged saber tooth, fierce and bold, stalked great beasts in arboreals so old. Predators with eyes that glow at night. Cats evolved for the hunt and the fight. Sly and coy, and oft-times distant, moods that change in in a mere instant, purring gently while crouched on your lap, spread out on your rug for her daily noon nap. A symbol of luck, for better or worse, cats blamed too oft for some foul curse. Feline familiars in magic and lore, black cats persecuted by the score. Hunters and poachers seek to destroy, creatures of our earth, through deceptive ploy. Trophies collected for fortune and fame, their evil intent, wild animals to maim. What if Bengal tigers lose the fight? Destruction of habitat enhances their plight. Big cats of the wild may soon disappear, for the learned a prospect for great fear. Tigers, pumas, ocelots, and lynx. Felines have enchanted since before the Sphinx. Cats of Egypt had mystical charm sacred demigods, no Egyptian would harm. Greeks and Romans, Babylonians and Norse, all worship cats as a great divine force. Since human culture first walked the land, cats have been a respected companion of man. Maine Coon, Persian, or Siamese strain, our love affair with cats will forever remain. Cats of our planet, both big and small,
10: man's responsibility to protect them They say smiling in public is against the law. Cause love won't get you through life no more Word life, neighbors living in spite Despite tough times, black men spit the roughest rhymes Cause we're in employment lines Crimes committed, long sentences are submitted Hell is being documented Sex is high for single mothers Raising seeds without lovers It's truly amazing what these statistics and lack of resources discover Do we hate each other or do we hate ourselves? A great question to ask when neighbors are filled with Rotten teenagers drugged up adolescents struggling in school Takes me back to My son said daddy I don't wanna go to school Cause the teacher's a jerk he must think I'm a fool High food and gas prices Electric bills have skyrocketed People live in poverty while deals are made Money's pocketed Corporations are the same rights as people The state of politics is unbelievable Campaigns are bought The poor can't buy a politician When will the masses win? When will there ever be restrictions? Banks are thieves and robbers wanting to remain unregulated. But America's pensions and savings have been devastated. The highest stakes exist in 2010 plus two. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. You know the, stakes
1: is high. Was the wise man wrong? Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is Saint Quentin. And we've come to the end of Think It Ain't Illegal. Yeah. We'll be back soon with a new episode. And hopefully. This episode has made you think and want to make a difference in this world. Now go turn on for the love of poetry and spoken word, and think we are good Americans and we approve this message.